A crip by the name of Easy Money ran the hollow whores down at a place called Carnaby's Pit. At least he had been running them the last time Johnny Kabbalah, drug dealer, ex-committee for public health bounty hunter, and self-confessed loser, had paid him a visit. Johnny was hoping that Easy was still working the pit. He had a present for him from a dead friend. The ugly and untimely murder of Raquin, the chemist, had left an empty spot in the pit of Johnny's stomach. Not just because Raquin had been Johnny's connection, since it was a simple matter for Johnny to get his dope directly from Raquin's boss, the smuggler Lord Conover. But over the year or so of their acquaintance, Raquin had become, to Johnny, something close to a friend. And close to a friend was as much as Johnny generally allowed himself to become. It was fear of loss more than any lack of feelings on his part that kept Johnny at a distance from most of the other losers and one-percenters who crowded Los Angeles. The moon was low in the east, a bone-white sickle. Johnny wondered idly if the alpha rats were watching Los Angeles that night. What would the extraterrestrials think, through a quarter million miles of empty space, when they saw him put a bullet through Easy Money's brain. Johnny caught sight of Carnaby's pit a few blocks away, quartz prisms projecting captured atrocity videos from the lunar border wars. On a flat expanse of wall above the club's entrance, a new Palestine soldier in a vacuum suit was smashing the faceplate of a Mishima guardsman. The guardsman's blood bubbled from his helmet, droplets boiling to hard black jewels as the soundtrack from an ancient MGM musical played in the background. I want to be loved by you, just you, and nobody else but you. The words Carnaby's Pit periodically superimposed themselves over the scene in cans and Roman characters. Johnny pushed his way through a group of Pemex U.S. workers negotiating for rice wine at the weekend Mercado that covered the street near Fountain Avenue. The air was thick with the scents of animal waste, sweat, roasting meat, and hashish. Chickens beat their wings against wire cages while legless, vat-grown sheep lay docilely in the butcher's stalls, waiting for their turn on the skewers. Old women in wheatbills motioned Johnny over, holding up bright bolts of cloth, bootleg rom chips, and glittering butterfly knives. Johnny kept shaking his head. No, gracias. Ima Janaku. Nine. Handsome young Germans, six of them, all in the latest eelskin cowboy boots and silk overalls, marked with the logo of some European movie studio, lugged portable hollow recorders between the stalls, making another in their endless series of world-link documentaries about the death of street culture. Those quickly made documentaries and panel discussions about the Alpha Rats, who they were, their intentions, their burden on the economy of the West, seemed to make up the bulk of the Link's broadcasts these days. Johnny swore that if he heard one more learned expert coolly discussing the logic of drug and food rationing, he was going to personally bury 50 kilos of C4 plastique under the local link station and make his own contribution to street culture by liberating a few acres of prime urban landscape.
At a stall near the back of the place, an old curandera was selling her evil eye potions and a collection of malfunctioning robot sentries, cybernetic goshawks, rottweilers, and cougars, simple track-and-kill devices controlled by a tabletop microwave link. The sentries had been very popular with the nouveau riche toward the end of the previous century, but the animals' electronics and maintenance had proven to be remarkably unreliable. Eventually, they passed, like much of the Mercado's merchandise, down from the hills, through the rigid social strata of L.A., until they landed in the street, last stop before the junk heap. There, by the twitching, half-growling animals, the film crew set up their lights. Johnny hung around and watched them block out shots. The filmmakers infuriated him, but in their own way, Johnny knew they were right. The market was dying.